chapter 35. First things first, there was a woman in the cave. Second, she was short, as in shorter than my mom. She wore a red robe like nobody's and stood on a rickety wooden stool with her huge with her back to me. Her hand was a hefty, no, make that huge. In her hand was a hefty, no, make that huge stone hammer that she was pounding into something I couldn't see from where I stood. Sparks flew. I ducked as one sailed over my head and into the pool. Better get out of the way, she said with a grunt. Slam. Another whiz of light. You're the spark striker. She had to be. I couldn't believe I'd found her. Okay, so maybe nobody wasn't too bad after all. Then I remembered I was wearing that stupid mask. When I, take, when I went to take it off, the woman said, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Could be calamitous. What? Did she like have eyes in the back of her head? You mean bad? I mean, this light will fry your eyes out of your sockets. Definitely left the mask on. Her red hair was all ratted out like a nest and there were teeny tiny sliver, silver trinkets, bells, woven into the knotted strands. She turned to me. Her face was uneven in places where it shouldn't have been. Her nose was bent a little too far to the right and her right eye sagged an inch below her left. Her forehead had a lump in the center that looked like a giant mosquito bite. I thought you'd never get here, she said. You're, you're the, yes, yes, she said impatiently. Now hurry over here so I can make sure that it, this fits. Fits? She rolled one of her eyes. The other one stayed in place like it was glued there. When I drew closer, I peered down at the stone table she was working from. It looked like it could double for a body slab. Right in the middle was a cane, and I'm not talking any cane. I'm talking ninja style, hammered silver with a jade grip. I'm talking the kind of cane that looked cool. Like if you saw me walking down the street with it, you might stop and ask me where you could get one too. Well, don't just stand there, pick it up. She shook her head, but strangely, the tiny bells didn't ring. As I reached for the cane, it started to hum. Then when I closed my fingers around it, the thing went silent. I don't remember it exactly, but I think I was holding my breath because it felt like a really big moment. Like whatever happened next would matter a lot. Carefully, I picked up the cane. It was light as air and felt warm to the touch. I could swear it pulsed in my hand. I set its tip on the ground, turned, and took a step with it. The cane was incredible. Wait a sec. That can't be right, I thought. My limp was... It was gone. My eyes bugged out and my heart rolled over. Then a slow smile spread across my face. A few more steps, she said, eyeing me as I took another turn. I seriously could have cruised around like this all day. How? It's, it's amazing. Of course it is, she said. It's more than it appears. It's also a spear and will do as you command. I inspected it more closely while she was, went on about its magic. How do I turn it into a spear? Is there a hidden button or something? Do you tell your legs to walk, your arms to move? Is that a real question? She snorted and added, it's connected to you now. I've pounded it with lightning, bound to it with old magic, and infused it with the blood of the gods, or more specifically, your father's blood. It's indestructible, Zane Obispo. My father's blood? First time he's ever given a drop, she said. Mighty powerful stuff, too, considering he's the creator god. Sorry, Mott, I'm totally sure she meant you, too. Now for the grand finale, she said, go choose a bolt. I looked around the little cave for the first time. The rocky walls jutted out sharply, making the tight space feel even tighter. There were no other tools around, no screws or bolts. I, um, I don't see any bolts, 
lightning bolts. Her voice rose so loud it shook the stone walls. The pool? I looked over my shoulder, then back to her with a you've got to be kidding me expression. You want me to touch one of those things? You must choose one in order for this to work, she said, holding the hammer over her shoulder like she was ready to use it on me. Now hurry up. For what to work? The cane? She must have registered my reluctance to stick my hand in the water and touch a lightning bolt. Do you think I'd go to all this effort, pound lightning like I haven't done in centuries, just so I could watch you fry your puny brain? Point taken. I went over to the pool and squatted down. The bolts zipped through the water like racer fish. As I reached in, she yelled, wait, what, what? I stumbled back. The spark striker stepped down from her stool. Do you have any allergies? Allergies? To lightning, electricity, white hot energy? Uh, pretty sure I don't. Not that it ever touched lightning or white hot energy. That's good. Then with a nod of her chin, she motioned for me to continue. I dipped my right hand into the pool. I felt a burst of heat on my skin, but it didn't scald me. The bolt zipped past, weaving through my grasp. Then they went still, except for one. It slipped into my hand and I lifted it out of the water. It was like holding a warm tinfoil wrapped burrito fresh from the oven, except this pulsed like a living thing. I went back to the cave and handed it over to the spark striker. She examined it, then muttered, it'll do, as if each bolt was unique. Maybe they were. Stepping under her stool, she said, well, climb up here. I didn't like where this was going. What for? So I can pound this into your leg. I swallowed, did a double take, and almost laughed. Are you kidding? You want to pound my, my leg with lightning? That's what I said, isn't it? I, I don't think that's such a good idea. I mean, my leg, it already doesn't work too good. And this is why gods and humans don't mix. Never can tell what you're going to get. She set down her hammer. Zane, your father is the heart of the sky. Yeah, I know. He's very powerful. Uh-huh. I already knew that too. She looked down at my bum leg, then back at me. He's also the serpent leg. Yeah, and he passed it on to me, I said, swinging my bad leg. She smacked her skinny lips together. A typical human would assume that a serpent leg is useless, but in a god, the power of the serpent is unparalleled. You're trying to tell me that my bum leg is powerful? Your leg, she said slowly, is the most powerful part of you, not the weakest. It's the doorway to your magic, the only clue to your ancestry. Someone needed to give her a reality check. Are you going to tell me to run with the storm too? Why, for the love of all that's holy, would I tell you to run with the storm? Because I'm the storm runner. Her eyes flashed some sort of recognition. That name was given to you by a goddess. Okay, I said, neither confirming nor denying it. The god's language is hard to translate for the human mind, she said. There are many meanings. Runner can also mean, how do I say it? Channel, a conduit, power. I'm like a channel of the storm? Slowly the gears in my mind started to rotate. So the demon runners were channels of demon power. She wrapped her knuckles on my forehead. Are you understanding what I'm telling you, storm runner? She was starting to irritate me. Maybe you could just give me the bottom line. You, she paused, you are the storm and the storm is you. Okay, so I wasn't prepared for that. As I opened my mouth to, sh to shout, what the holy heck are you talking about? She held up her hand. The storm sleeps inside of you. 
Once I pound the lightning into your leg, it will awaken and race through your blood and bones like a hurricane of magic. It will locate your dominant power. Power? Yes, your father, god of storms, fire, and wind. Are you even paying attention? Don't give me that sour face. We need to know if any of his strength was passed on to you. Fire and wind? Hello, she said with an annoyed look. Your father, heavy hitter, creator, destroyer. Fine, the guy's tough, but what do you mean by dominant? Hurricane has many powers. Not all of them have been passed to you. Something that epic would kill any human. We need to find out where you're strongest. Now I was following. So my powers have nothing to do with running. She wiped her brow with frustration. The storm runs through you, in you. You and the storm must become one, which is why I must pound this lightning into you. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. She shook her head, and again, the bells in her hair shifted but didn't ring. You could also possess nothing of true value. Storms need a place to spend their power, and you be, may be a terrible vessel with no ability to control any of it. Nothing of true value? Terrible vessel? Well, that would officially stink. Now, do you want to know the truth of your ancestry? I nodded slowly. Then let me do my job. Up you go. She, I climbed onto the stone slab and lay back as she gripped both the bolt and the hammer. Wait, what? Is it going to hurt? She set the glowing thing over my leg and raised her hammer. More than you know.